Welcome to the SC Hardback Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another off-season pod. Today, the social plans were thrown out of whack. I did the big board version 7 last night, felt really confident in it. Put an update out this morning about 9 o'clock saying, here's some key takeaways. And then maybe three minutes after I posted that is we got the news that Anna Fanua Blake has requested a release from the New Zealand Warriors. And that just threw the big board out. So I have posted out version 7. Go have a look at it. There will be some movements uh, for some Warriors players, for Adam himself once we work out the team, plus whatever team he arrives on. So it's it's really, for me, he was the 25th overall player in Supercoach heading into next season. When a guy of that magnitude and the way he plays, it's going to shake up the league. So from a Supercoach sense, uh, very, very exciting because obviously where does he go to now? Um, like I said, I do think it will impact the Warriors as a whole. I've got quite a few Warriors ranked pretty high this year. There will be some movement in the rankings, uh, depending on how this deal ends out. I do think there's a potential for a swap deal we'll talk about in a second. Um, but yeah, really, really groundbreaking. When I posted that first update, um, obviously this time of the year there's always talk about, you know, people, you know, signing for the next year, but an immediate release basically and moving to a Sydney club, um, pretty unheard of. So look obviously want to there'll be plenty of podcasts talking about the actual nrl fit if i had to throw my money in the in the race right now and give a top three of where i think he goes uh i actually do think the roosters uh is my first pick i think it makes a lot of sense for the roosters to go and target him and be their alpha of the pack uh, i think manly is next i think manly has that real big hole there um and then i just think the dragons i think the money from the dragons where you know, if he wants to come to Sydney and still be paid the highest prop in the comp, that's still there with the Dragons. That'll be my top three there. I do think the Roosters would have the inside edge, but I would actually love for him to end up manly. But like I said, there's plenty of podcasts that will talk about that, the whole NRL. What does it mean for contracts moving forward? Compassionate grounds? Where does he go? What happens to the Warriors on the ladder? But what we're going to talk about today very quickly is I want to do a podcast about um, the Adam Fanua Supercoach sweepstakes. And these are the teams that I would like Adam to play on next year. So I've got three categories, or four really, no chance, uh, blah, spicy, and SC, Google, goggle, huge, huge eyes. Those are the ones where I'm like, okay, now we're talking. So let's start with the no chance because it's basically confirmed that he's going to play for a Sydney club. So that rules out the Warriors, that rules out Brisbane, the Dolphins, the Titans, the Cowboys, the Storm. I think it will include as well the Raiders and the Knights. Um, it would have probably said New South Wales team if he was thinking of going to those other clubs. I actually do think the Knights would make a lot of sense for him. Um, but like I said, if we're going for Sydney clubs, we've got to rule those clubs out. So then no chance. Let's go to the Blah category. Three teams in here. Now, if he moved to them from an NRL sense, maybe fantastic. But from a super coach sense, I'll give my reason. So the first team is the Tigers. I can't see him going from a top four team to a wooden spooner. And the reason why I think it doesn't make any sense for the Tigers is they've already got a loaded forward pack. You look at that team right now, there's just not enough minutes and time for to go around to really make it work. You know, you've got Oitikamanu, Clemmer, Papali'i, Bateman, Paule, Twal, Bloor, Matamua, Safar. These are all forwards on their book. So I don't think there's any chance that he comes in there. They're trying to really get Oitikamanu to a certain spot in his career. Clemmer had a great season last year. No chance, I think. Little to no chance. Uh, obviously, the one thing to keep in mind now is the world of the player swap 
is a real thing. So, look, if the Warriors and the Tigers made a deal and, you know, Stefano was keen to go play for the Warriors, I swap the deal for Uitikamani for AFB. That obviously makes a bit of sense. But from a super coach sense, I don't want him to go to the Tigers. We saw what happened with Clemmer with that one. Let's move on from the Tigers. The next team is actually my team, the Paramount Eels. Uh, I think it speaks for itself. Paramount has already got their four pack pretty much settled. So Gillard, Paolo, Cartwright, Lane, Hopgood, Madison, Grigg, uh, Offen and Galway. Now, if Offen and Galway wasn't on this roster, now I'm a little bit more intrigued. But there's too many guys here. I don't see anyone really here that would want that swap deal. You know, Madison is someone who potentially we knew was on the market for the Fox deal, but I just don't think that he really fits in that forward pack with uh, Gillard and Paolo. Not not where they need to focus their attention. So I don't think they're going to give up one of their premier forwards to get another one. So I think Parramatta had little to no chance there. The third team, as interesting as it would be if AFB chose to do a Tavita Pengai and go play for the Panthers, from a Supercoach sense, I don't really see it. They've obviously got Leota and Fisher-Harris up front. Martin, Sorensen, Yo. You've got Hosking, Lindsay Smith, Luke Gardner. Um, yeah, to me, this is already the best forward pack in the comp. It'd be silly for him to revert to a 30-40 minute bench roll, especially for Super Coach. Really, you know, that takes his average down potentially from you know the the high 60-70 into the the high 50s, maybe even mid 50s. So no thank you for the Panthers Panthers. They're already going to try and go full Pete on their own there. Let's go to the spicy category. First team here is the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So Jai Arrow, Tavita Totola, Kulamatangi. Uh, you got you got Host, Duncan, Murray, Havili, uh, Shaquille Mitchell, Burgess, Mawali. Too many forwards. I think they got money tied up in a lot of other areas. Obviously, just brought in Jack Wyden. I don't see how you could get uh, AB into this team now. I'm sure they could jig it where, you know, Arrow goes to an edge or Murray goes to an edge. AB runs through the middle. But for me, you know, Mitchell had some good moments last year. I think Mawale's got some oomph about him. This is a team that doesn't need him. Again, this is a team that, you know, their four pack in some big games maybe does go missing. But I just think there's better things in this roster that they can focus on. You know, go get a number seven. Go get a quality backup a dummy half. There's other things for this roster. And again, we'll just be lost in the shuffle, you know. I think if they do, if he goes to South, the thing you got to think of these rankings, where he goes is going to get the big bulk minutes and be the leader of the pack. Uh, he'd probably be the leader of the pack, but you got Kerr Murray there, who is the captain. Uh, you, you got guys like Arrow and Kulmatangi Totola that can go forward. So spicy, getting better, but not really for me for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. The next team is the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Now you're probably thinking that that would be a team that would be up there in terms of definite need there. Like he would walk in there and be the best forward by far. But again, similar to the Tigers, you know, do I want A B moving from a top four team where he was very happy and, you know, had the form of his career to go to a Dragons outfit that might struggle. You know, you look at their four pack, both Molo boys, Laurie, Sua, both Couchmans, DeBellin, Sele just moved over there. So, you know, Jack Bird's there as well. There's guys I like, but I just think that this is a potential rebuilding club. And I think that what we want for AFB is a happy AFB. I don't know if we're going to get that on this Dragon side. Like I said, he can move over and be the highest paid pop in the game and be in Sydney. So if he wants that, he's played for them before. Fantastic. I think it makes sense then. But from a super coach sense, he'd still have, you know, he'd still have a lot of value. He definitely wouldn't drop out of like the top 35 from a super coach big board sense. But 
yeah, I, I would struggle to put a lot of confidence behind him if he was in this team. The last team in the spicy is the Bulldogs. So again, another team that, you know, in theory has all the assets to go get him. They've got a need in the forward pack. But to me, just again, from where the club is right now, and I know they think they're probably closer than what they are, but I think it's going to take another season or two to get to the place where they want to be. And I just don't know how AFB would go. Now, this forward pack is Max King, Liam Knight, Guillermo Kikau, Preston, Curran, Batolo, Salmon, Sutton. So, you know, there, there's definitely a need for another big alpha in here. And I do like the idea of AFB and Max King running through the middle with Kikau, Preston and Curran in the back row. That does really excite me. Um, you know, in theory, they've got their one, six, seven, and nine. So this is a team that is technically ready to take that next step next year. And AFB walking there would definitely do that. Um, but again, this team, it's, it's so many new faces to kind of blend them all in and have them playing in their optimal sense from a super coach sense to get the most out of them. It might take a season or two. So I like the fit and I think he will get some bulk minutes, but to me, it's just one of those ones where it's like, I just kind of want to see if it was just him and maybe Curran coming over, then I'm interested. But you know, you look at the lineup right now, Taff, Crichton, Sexton still got to come back in. Uh, Curran, Bronson Sherry, Jamin Salmon, a lot of new guys to come into this team. So just for that sense, I'll leave them off in the second group. But yeah, definitely intrigued by them. And I think would still be very spicy if we did go to the Dogs, which is a good shout as well. The SC Wow. Got three teams here. The three teams I would love to see him on for the 2024 season. First is Manly. Uh, obviously going back again to a club where he's been. Uh, he would walk in and be an instant impact into this side. The forward pack right now is Paseca, Sipley, Olakuatu, Waddell, Trevojevic, Alloy, uh, Bullimore, Schuster, Trevojevic. Uh, they've got some depth there, but you really put him up front and have Paseca and AFB up front with Sipley coming off the bench as an impact forward. Oof. With uh, Turbo and DCE and Cola and Brooks running off the back of it. It'd be very exciting. So Manly is definitely one of these ones from an NRL sense. I think it makes a lot of sense, but uh, really from a super coach sense, he could walk back in and basically do what he's doing for the Warriors right now. Uh, I think there would be probably a little less uh, attacking upside at the line. I think they play a lot out the back and obviously having Turbo and DCE there. So some of those front-facing balls that a Tohu and SJ was giving AB, I think he might lose a little bit of the try production. But in terms of just the raw volume and what he could do, Manly's a fantastic shout. The next team is the Roosters. Now, I think the Roosters is the odds-on favor right now to get him. Uh, I just think that there is an absolute need. They've lost quite a few players in the offseason, freed up some cap, and I just think that one more impact forward right now to this team makes it nearly uh, one of the odds-on favorites. So right now, the four-pack Terrell May, uh, Lindsay Collins, Josh Wong, Nat Butcher, Egan Butcher, Victor Radley, Sizzahilly Tupanua, uh, JWH, Angus Crichton. So plenty of guys. So if they want to do a swap deal, there's plenty of options there. They do want to conduct a deal and someone is willing to go back over the ditch. Um, so the swap deal is definitely an offer. And I just think that, like I said, you put him in that uh, trail made in the number eight jersey next to Lindsay Collins and have May come off the bench for one or two more years. This forward pack. And I just think that with Kiri and Walker, I think they're close enough to use him. I think Brandon Smith out of hooker uh, is a threat out of dummy half. So I think that, you know, there's a chance that he can get a couple of crash over plays. I think having Lindsay Collins as the other forward, two impact forwards, two try scoring forwards, um, just would really open up his game. So I just think that this is one of the teams with Victor Radley's ball playing as well. 
uh, very, very exciting. And I just think that this would be a ready-made team. And like I said, I do think, uh, you know, you got someone like Stuart Lee coming off the off the books next year. I just think it makes a lot of sense where, you know, they'll talk about Angus Crichton getting off the books and bringing up his massive contract. I'm sure they've got money there. I know the Sombrero Drinks will come out, but I just think that this is, you think about the Roosters in the last couple of years when they dominated, it was when JWH and Takiyaho were running through that middle and creating havoc. Collins, Terrell May, and AFB as your front three forward rotation with, you know, Wong, Radley, Tupanua, uh, the Butcher Boys. Yeah, absolute gold. I, I would be very, very happy. He might even probably move up in the draft rankings if he went to the Sydney Roosters. But the team I really want him to go to, and I think would be the most run from a super coach sense, is actually the Cronulla Sharks. I think the Cronulla Sharks is nearly an identical situation to where he is in the Warriors. I think it makes the most sense. I think you've got a dominant ball player number seven uh, in Nico Hines, like a Sean Johnson. I think you've got a 13 that can do a little bit with the ball in a Cam McInnes to a Tohu Harris. Uh, you got a similar fullback rotation where he will walk in there as a prop and be one of the dominant. He will be the dominant prop with Fanukin, Rudolph, Williams, Hazelton, Ulla. Um, there, I think you got some dominant edge players to help him uh, attract those guys on those lead runs with uh, Nicara and Woolton. And you got a sweeping fullback out the back with a Kennedy who can really get there. Egan and Braley remind me a little bit of each other. I just think that this is the most like for like situation where it's a team that you know has a really good home field would love him i can imagine him in that sharks jersey in the blue and the white uh this to me from a super coach sense makes the most sense now from an actual nrl again you got a lot of forwards that you know you're going to try and have to manage their minutes here. you got someone like a hazelton you want to don't want to stun his development because he's been really good out of the gates you got a rudolph who is getting up there in age but he obviously come off an injury he wants to prove himself and guys like ula williams Fanuka near the end of his career as well so this is the team where what uh, Sean Johnson and Atou Harris was doing for him, I think a Nico Hines and a McInnes could do really well as well. Uh, and a Blake Braley as well for that matter. So to wrap it up, the three teams I want to see him go to from an NRL, from an NRL sense, um, I think, yeah, the Roosters to me is the odds-on favorite. I would love to see him there. And Manly is probably the other one. Uh, Dragons, obviously, for the money make a lot of sense. But from a super coach sense, to me, mainly the Roosters and the Sharks. They're the teams where if he went to any of those three, right now, like I said, he's 25th on the big board. He would not move if he, say, goes to one of those three clubs. If he went to anyone else, he would probably drop, start dropping a few places. Um, but yeah, he would move up for sure. He would stay where he is if he was in Manly. Uh, if he goes to the Roosters or the Shark, he's bumping up a little bit in that big board. So like I said, plenty more to come on this one. Um, I just think that, like I said, it's not very often... In the NBA and the NFL, it's happening more and more where obviously guys are opting out of contracts or asking for releases, asking for trades. This is one where he might be the best player on that Warriors roster. Just if you look at it in terms of just raw talent at a position, AFB might be the guy at the Warriors. And to lose him right as you start your preseason, obviously it's good that it is now because they can go through the whole preseason knowing that it's not him. If they do get a player swap in return, that player will have a full offseason with the Warriors. Um, but yeah, it's for sure going to shake up the super coach world in terms of uh, overall rankings. I think depending on where he goes, there will be a massive overdraft. You know, if he does go to the Roosters, like I'll bump up, but I would bump up a couple of spots, but there'll be guys that would, you know, do some crazy things and reach for each very early. And in classic, you know, I tell if he goes to one of those powerhouse sites, he will be 
one of the highest owned guys just because of the name and the team factor. So plenty more to come. I think we'll have to do another podcast, obviously, when he chooses where he's going. Um, Andy Raymond made a pretty good point. He's not leaving a fully guaranteed deal uh, if he doesn't have another one sorted. So it, it kind of feels like there's already um, some talks right now with the club. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me in the next coming days, next week, if we do see and hear that he has chosen his next club. Uh, and then once we kind of hear that, now we start, you know, we obviously got to update two of the predicted uh, teams. Well, I've already started pressing them now on the socials. Uh, so we'll update that. We'll update the position rankings, depending where AP falls, and obviously the big board as a whole. So plenty more to come on this one. Obviously, Josh Curran moving immediate effect to the Warriors. Had to put a podcast on that one just to really, you know, show the numbers. This is an even big one. This is a top 25 player in Supercoach overall saying, I need a new club. So very interesting and many more things to come on it. So get to the socials, guys, at the SC Halfback. And we'll be back with another podcast in two days. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.